Hello, my friend. Welcome back to Love Someone with Delilah. Have you ever heard the term the dog days of summer? I always thought it referred to the lazy late summer months when things have become so hot, so sticky, so dry that all the pups in the world were united in their mission to just lay down, to take it easy and to pant their way, if you will, through the heat, along with their human companions like me. Well, guess what? That has nothing to do with the saying, the dog days of summer. The Google Dictionary tells me it's actually a very specific period of time when the sun occupies the same region of the sky as Sirius, the brightest star visible from any part of Earth, and part of the constellation Canis Major, the Great Dog. Ancient astronomers referred to this time as Dias Canacularis, or Dog Days. This year, 2021, the Dog Days of Summer started Saturday, July 3rd, and run through Wednesday, August 11th. In other words, right about now. What a perfect time to be talking about, and two... One of the brightest stars, one of the brightest lights that light up the sky and light up the radio. One just happened to have descended from the heavens for a quick chat with us today. Her star began to rise in 2015 with her debut album, How Can It Be? It reached number one on Billboard's Top Christian Albums chart. Her third studio album, Look Up Child, ugh. Such a great song, such a great album, was released three years later and contained the huge pop crossover hit, You Say. That became the highest charting Christian album by a woman since Amy Grant's success 20 years earlier. The album and the single earned her two Grammy Awards and millions of adoring fans all over the world, including me and my daughter Briar. My daughter, Briar, who is the latest member to join our family, we adopted Briar more than two years ago. She has been a fan of this lady since the day I met her. When I met her and, and she realized that I had this little radio show, all she wanted to know was, did I know today's artist? She said, Mom, do you know Lauren Daigle? Well, today you get to know Lauren Daigle, and so does Briar, by the way. Lauren Daigle is here on Love Someone to shine a little light into our world. I am thrilled to be able to chat with her to find out what she's been up to right after I share a word about one of my fabulous podcast sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, a company set up to help people. It's not a crisis line or self-help groups, but a group of professionals who provide counseling that's done securely online. They make it possible for you to talk with them from the comfort of your own home or office. You don't have to limit yourself to counselors near you, and it's much more affordable than traditional counseling with financial aid available. BetterHelp matches you with licensed professionals that specialize in everything from depression to stress, family conflict, 
trauma, grief, to self-esteem, and much more. Everything is confidential, and it's easy to make appointments via video or phone. They can help you start living a happier life today. Receive 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash love someone. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash love someone. So with me on Love Someone is an amazing artist um, who has had quite an amazing last three or four years. And like I said a moment ago, I discovered you um, before we started playing you on my radio show because of my daughter, Briar. When I adopted Briar, I think you had had discovered her even before we adopt. Yeah, before I we uh, our family was blessed to adopt her. She was in foster care for a few years and went through some stuff, some stuff that I would not have been able to survive. She not only survived, she um, she went through it with grace. And I think, honestly, uh, I think your music was a big part of that, Lauren. Wow. Well, that is beautiful. I didn't know that part. That's amazing. I I tell you, I have so much care and concern for people in the foster care system. And I was just with a friend the other day who had what a gift adoption is. She was able to adopt um, this child and her, her, the child's parents came to the United States and were here like on a trip. They weren't even uh, residents of the United States, citizens of the United States. And she had her baby while she was here. And it just so happened that because my friend was registered in the U.S., she was able to adopt this child and it changed her life, both of their lives. And um, I, I love stories of redemption like this. I love people coming out of painful, broken situations and there's someone else to greet them on the other side of that. Um, it's really beautiful. I hope to do this someday. You are a part of the story. That's what I'm trying to tell uh-huh. you. You are a part of that story. But if you uh, want to talk about building a family through adoption, Lauren, I can hook you up. Okay. I, want, <laughs> I really want to. People are always like, when are you going to have babies? I'm like, if I have children, great. If I don't, great. I just really, I, I'll tell you, this is a kind of a secret, but um, I remember I was 16 years old. And I was sick at the time and I'd walk around in the backyard um, of our home and I was just dreaming. I was always dreaming because I was placed on homebound for like two years. And that was kind of the only place I had to exist right outside of the walls of our home. And uh, so I used my imagination a lot. And I saw this picture of this little tiny cottage Um, And behind this cottage was a mansion and it was a huge home. And I walked into the mansion and it it was two long hallways and multiple doors on the hallways and kids were running all over the place, like laughing and super joyful. And um, I, I still remember seeing their faces and seeing exactly what this looked like. And that was half of my life ago. And I remember God saying, you think that music is going to be the mansion, but actually music is going to be the cottage to support what is going to be built inside of the mansion. 
And it was all of these children that were in foster care and orphans in different countries. And I saw all of these faces. And, um, and so I feel like there, there's so much in me that wants to get my hands into that world. So I, I fully accept your offer of getting me connected, but also just, um, I feel like those are the kind of moments that I, I live for it. Those are the moments that when I think about music, um, I feel like that is the sole purpose. I think back to that mansion often, like I will live in a cottage for the rest of my life. Probably I'm kind of a cottage person. I love little cottages. Right. And I feel like my, the space in which music dwells can be this much, but the passion to see life change come to people is like, a mansion inside of me, you know? So I love this story. This is personal. This is awesome. You just described my life, only it's radio, not music, that built wow. the mansion. Um, only the mansion isn't a mansion. It's a farmhouse. Uh, wow. And Briar is the 12th child that God has brought to me through adoption. Um, wow. And so what you just described, the kids of all nations running in and out of the rooms, it's, it's not that happy and cheery as your vision was. There's a lot yeah. of screaming, mom, mom, <laughs> tell, tell baby Paul to knock it off. You know, there's the, let's yeah. get real. Um, life isn't cheery and happy all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was at this concert. Um, it was like a worship night a couple of nights ago and this lady shared her adoption story and I uncontrollably wept. I wept for a long time. I was like the woman in the room <laughs> that everybody was like, okay, seriously, like that happened 20 minutes ago. She's still crying. <laughs> like I was that person. And it's, I think it's because there's something so deep in there that I don't even have the awareness of quite yet. Uh, and that's just honest. Like there's something in there that I don't even quite know, but the way that I feel about my nieces and nephews, it's made me scared to become a parent because I'm like, man, I don't know if I can love kids greater than my nieces and nephews. Like, I don't know if that's possible because of my love for them. And everybody tells me, Oh, just wait, just wait till it's your own. You're, you're going to have all the love that you could possibly imagine in store for them. And so to see that you've been able to carry that love out for so many people, um, for so many children is really encouraging to me. Well, uh, it's not easy and mm -hmm. it will break you into a bazillion pieces. Um, mm -hmm. Because when, whether you adopt or give birth or foster, your heart is walking around outside your body for the rest of your life and you can't protect it. Oh, yeah. Who? I love this. I'm willing to wait. It's worth the wait. Lauren Daigle, let me tell you, it is worth the wait. It is worth <laughs> the wait. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag-A-Job's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Were you raised in a house with faith? I was. And I grew up in a, a household that was honest. And I think there's something about that where we could, I mean, I'll never forget being around like drugs for the first time or something and going home and telling my dad. And there wasn't this like scolding. There was like a, Hey, if you ever get nervous in this situation, just call me, I'll come get you. And it was like, what, you know? And I feel like because we had this household of people who got, they just got it. They got what the world was like. They got what faith looks like in the middle of the world. And um, I feel like it gave us a pretty holistic view of how faith can interact in a world that's so different. And for me, that's what, that's what faith looks like. Lauren, your music is heard by millions. Every time I play one of your songs on my radio show, you got 10 million people listening to it. And that's just me. That's not Christian radio. That's not the international market. That's not your videos. That's not your YouTube. That's not, you know, think about how many millions of lives have been impacted by the lyrics. And it's not just the lyrics. The lyrics are pretty impactful. If, if someone were to just go through your song list, you go through your CD and read the lyrics to each song, each song, the lyrics are a sermon, you know, a message. But it's the way you deliver them and your voice and your love that comes through loud and clear. And I think for God to grow that child of your music and to grow you to the point that you wouldn't be destroyed by the success you're experiencing. Wow. 
Oh my gosh, that is a revelation right there. I, I feel like I could sit in that for a long time. I have interviewed so many and got to spend time with so many amazingly talented young people, so many really talented young people when they're in their teens or 20s. And by the time they're in their 30s or late 20s, oftentimes my heart is grieved when I see how the worldliness and the machine has taken over. The machine, the industry has Mm -hmm. taken over. And that innocence and that joy that I noticed when I met them is completely gone. And it's just the machine cranking out, you know, you got to keep feeding the machine. And when I look at you, I don't see any of that. Oh, wow. I see just raw, natural beauty. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. I I used to tell people it was a hard season that became my favorite season. I would tuck away, I'd walk up the stairs and I would sit in this closet. Like I had the whole house to myself. I was alone. But I just remember reading this devotional that was so simple. It was like two pages of this much, you know, a short little paragraph. It was just enough that was digestible for me in that season. And I was given a lifetime of something to hold on to. And, um, I'll never forget going into the studio and, and writing you say, and you talk about the machine. And I just finished my first Dove Awards. And I grew up in Louisiana. I'm like a Southern girl through and through. And I remember feeling so out of place. And I was on a red carpet and people cared about what I had to say. And there were lights in my face. And I won all these awards and I left the the award show and the next day just hit rock bottom. Just like, it was like such an extreme high and I crashed and I was so lonely the next day because I realized this will take me away from who I am. This will take me away from the things I love about myself. This will take me away from that Louisiana girl that is totally down to just jump in a kayak and go looking at some alligators or go to my friend's house and have s'mores around the fire, you know? And I've felt so lonely. Like this is something that no one else in my circle is experiencing. And this platform and having people care what you have to say becomes so, um, you, you place yourself in an area of vulnerability that not many people have to walk through. And so there's some defense mechanisms that naturally get built up and how do I stay shielded, but to a healthy amount where I'm not just crippling who I actually am in the process where I'm not burying myself underneath boulders, but that I actually stay pure to who I am. And I walked into the studio the next day and I sat there and talked with my producers and I was like, this is too much for me to handle. And I remember there being a crossroads where it was like, you can jump ship and no one will really ever notice. Like you just finished your first award show. Like it's not going to be a big deal. Or you can just stick this out. But right now you have a choice to make that you will fight to keep your core intact. 
And I haven't done it perfectly. I'm not even going to say that. But from that interaction, we took all the lies that I was believing about what this industry will do to me and replace them with the truth of what God can do through me and mm-hmm. how, how I can, if I keep the core of who he's made me in those two years in that season of isolation, if I keep that core fed and nourished, I can do this. And I, I will 100% say that there were, you, you had mentioned like three or four years of things turning page. I will say two of those years, I handled it very poor. Like just internally, there were, there were so many things that I had to learn at such a fast pace. And I made decisions that I would totally change. And if I could go back and change them, you know, but I feel like two nights ago, I had a conversation with my manager about this very thing. And I told her, Lee, regardless of what comes for any of the music I put out from this point forward, if I, if you see my feet wandering ever, stop me in my tracks. I, I want to make sure that at the end of this road, I care about people more than the way I cared about them when I started. I want to get to the end of this and know that when people came to my shows in the beginning of my career, they experienced experienced something pure. And when I am on my deathbed, the last show that they came to, they still felt the same presence and the same comfort. I I don't want to forsake that space for the things of the world. And though it is tempting, I mean, my gosh, the, the hustle and the amount of opportunities and the imminent pressure to keep success beyond anything you've ever produced before. Like stay successful and then some. That is like vulturistic. Don't ever listen to any of that. Just shut your ears to it. Yeah. That's what we say internally all the time. Like just from that conversation the other day, we were like, we're not going to working hard is a beautiful thing. It is a strong work ethic I love. I love it. Um, but, but striving for things that the world puts in front versus resting in what God will provide, those are two very different placements. Resting comes with sustainability. It allows you longevity. Striving creates burnout. It creates disdain and jadedness. Um, there's a difference between working from a place of rest versus working to beat the next door down. And I have seen miracle after miracle of that very thing where we'll be like, okay, we don't know how, wonder how it's going to turn out, scratching our head, wonder how it's going to happen. And God's like, oh yeah, here's where I'm going to drop it in. Here's where I'm going to drop it in. And here's an open door. I hope you enjoy walking through it. And it's like so exhilarating because you know, you're, you're walking hand in hand with what you said earlier, the almighty. Us talking today is one of those situations. I listened to your show when I, when I was a teenager, it was like a friend and a comfort. I would listen to your voice and it would be at the midnight hour 
And I would just, I don't know. Um, I, I remember it playing at midnight and just thinking, I have someone who is peaceful. I felt peace listening. It didn't matter what story it was. I felt comfort just in the way that you spoke in the tone of your voice. Now I know what was behind the voice. Um, but I feel like it's a full circle moment for me as well, because there were, there were so many times where your show held my hand when I would just drive around in the car at midnight because I didn't know what else to do, you know? Um, and so then to see that God would use Briar, that he used your story to sit here and, and make something beautiful happen. I mean, years later, I wasn't even singing at the time. Like years later, these words penetrated your heart, Briar, and became a place for a full circle moment to happen. It's pretty amazing. That is amazing. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm so grateful to be a part of this. I, I mean, so grateful to see that words and that just even a voice can mean so much. Your mom's voice meant something to me and now my voice has meant something to you and therefore it meant something back to your mom from you. That's wild. And here's the thing. I know because of who Briar is, when she finds her voice, when that relationship develops between her and God, she is going to be able to inspire so many young people. So yes. We got 487,000 kids in foster care right now. Wow. And less than 5% uh-huh. will ever have forever families. So she will be, God willing, uh, the voice to, to encourage them. Wow. I look forward to seeing that. Me too. I'll be standing next to you, girl. Give me a call. <laughs> What an absolute pleasure it was to have Lauren with us today. I'd like to thank her and my podcast sponsors that make this conversation possible. I love being creative and I'm excited to welcome Annie's Kit Clubs as one of my podcast sponsors. As fast-paced and crazy as the world is today, I love that Annie's Kits get kids off the screens and into some hands-on creative fun. There's kits for all ages, even adults, from young woodworker kids to card making to knitting. Annie's has a great summer offer, 75% off your first month. Visit annieskitclubs.com slash radio, annieskitclubs.com slash radio. They let everyone escape into a world of creativity. We've been talking with Lauren Daigle, and if you are not familiar with her music, trust me, you should be. And if you are, now you know why she is so beloved around the world. And where can people find you? Where can people see you? Like, give me uh, the... Well, we are going on tour in September. Woohoo! We're finally going out. So you can go to laurendaigle.com for all the tour dates. And my Instagram is at Lauren underscore for the fun extra behind the scene things okay lauren underscore daigle um instagram and laurendaigle.com for tour dates and we we meaning briar and mom and toe will see you in september yes oh okay good y'all come backstage and give me hugs 
Lauren gifted us with a beautiful, powerful new single this February called Hold On To Me that we've been listening to a lot here at my house. Social media exploded after she performed it on The Voice. So we already know it's going to be a huge crossover success. You can listen to Hold On To Me and download it from her website, laurendagle.com. And if you're lucky enough to score tickets to a performance while she's on tour this fall, you're going to be in for a treat. I cannot wait for more new music from her and to watch and applaud how her charity, The Price Fund, continues to help build strong kids and strong communities where every member from every generation is supported and reminded of their importance. Lauren credits her grandfather with instilling the idea within her that loving the world happens one relationship at a time. I couldn't agree more. That is why I call this podcast Love Someone and why I implore you all to do just that. Get to know the hearts of your family, your friends, your neighbors, your community. Reach out in love and you will change the world one heart at a time, just like Lauren is. I do hope you're enjoying these long, lovely summer days and taking the time to do a little stargazing at night. Please join me next time on Love Someone for another inspiring conversation. New episodes drop the second and fourth Tuesday of the month. You can subscribe on any of the dozens of podcast platforms out there so you won't miss a single one. God bless you and thank you for listening.